0: Welcome to the Smiley Homeschooler Podcast. I'm your host Ben Wilson. We are super excited about this week's episode. We were able to interview Ashley Wiggers of the Homeschooling Today magazine and the Trail to Guide to Learning Curriculum. We think what she had to say will definitely encourage you. So, as always, here's my dad, Todd Wilson.
1: Well, Ben, we've got a special guest with us today. We have Ashley Wiggers, um, who's an author, a home uh, homeschooled person. Um, she's got a great big perspective on the homeschool world Um, we cross paths at homeschool conventions i've written for a magazine uh, homeschooling today Uh, we use their uh, their homeschool curriculum the trail guide to learning Um, and uh, i knew ashley's uh, mother debbie strayer and uh, but i don't want to steal any thunder so i'll just say ashley it's good to have you with us
2: well thank you i'm so grateful to be here with you
1: Well, how about we just start off by, maybe you could tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, your family.
2: Yeah, so, um, my husband and I actually met at a homeschool convention about 15 years ago, and it's pretty funny because at the time I was 18, and I really thought I was way cooler than all the other homeschoolers, (laughs) And, and then I saw him, and I was like, oh, and um... I guess the rest is kind of history. We, it's a match made in homeschool heaven, if you will, because <laughs> his family started Geography Matters um, over 20 years ago. And then my mom actually began homeschooling Today magazine also over 20 years ago. So it's I just don't even know.
1: And your mom, you know, I mean, uh your mom went to heaven a couple years ago. uh, And she was, I mean, in my mind, you know, and maybe you could just, you don't have to relive the whole thing, but just tell us, you know, you know, that, tell us a little bit about your mom and how she kind of, you know, passed that on to you.
2: Yeah. So my mom um, is the one who makes me so grateful that I was homeschooled. And I love telling parents this, you know, I don't wish for memories of, buses and homecomings and all those things. I'm grateful for memories like reading aloud together as a family and you know, going on adventures and field trips and just the wonderful things that you get to do when you have that kind of time on your hands and you're able to spend it with your family learning together. Um, so it didn't start that way, I have to say. Um, when we first started, my mom was a teacher And so she had the whole schoolroom, classroom thing in her head. And we started with desks and a schoolroom in our house, in our garage, actually. And uh, it took her some time, you know, to move away from those ideas and realize that homeschooling can be so different than a classroom in really wonderful ways.
0: Can you also tell us a little bit, uh, Ashley, about... You know the businesses curriculum magazine um and how that all got started you know including your mom and that and uh and also geography matters
2: yeah so after um we got married my mom and alex's mom started you know really getting to know each other and and understanding that they had the same educational philosophy and they were both inspired by people like Dr. Ruth Beechick and Charlotte Mason. Um, and my mom had always had this on her heart to write, the Trail Guide to Learning series, which is a complete curriculum that actually incorporates all the subjects but math. And the reason she wanted to write this, um, because she over the years of homeschooling us really kind of pulled things together. And she wrote her own curriculum as we went. We did a lot of unit studies and a lot of reading aloud. And, you know, homeschooling was an adventure for our family. And so she wanted to create the lesson plans that would help other families have that same kind of adventure, but without all the work that goes with it. (laughs) So that is... Geography matters and then the magazine actually my parents started it back in 1992 and they ran it for I think eight years and then it switched hands a couple times and back in 2012 my husband and I started a publishing company called Paradigm Press and we started publishing the magazine and it's been it's been really amazing to take on that role and especially with mom not being around anymore, which she was there for our very first issue that we came out with. We, it was a joint effort, and she was showing me the ropes and teaching me about everything. And, um, you know, I signed on. I agreed to do this with the, the thought that she was going to be there by my side. And the Lord had other plans. He's tricky like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he knew that, I mean, it's just... The way it got kind of handed to us mm. and then with her not being here and I, I get to carry on her message and what she stood for. And I really, really am grateful for that.
1: Well, and that's what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask because, you know, how how what is your passion now? But I was going to read something because, you know, there are some homeschoolers um, that, you know, have been homeschooled, like Ben's been homeschooled. And, and he has that same kind of passion that you have. Um, but there are some homeschoolers who just, you know, they go through homeschooling, um, they, they're, they like the, the end product, and they may homeschool their kids, but you've kind of, you've, you've taken the mantle uh, from your mom. Um, in fact, I was going to read something that I, I read uh, that you wrote. Uh, okay. It was Five Benefits of Natural Learning. We're not going to talk about the benefits, but I just, may, that might be another show. But I just, <laughs> I really was intrigued by your first couple paragraphs. And I was just going to read it and maybe have you comment. And it says, and these are your words. (laughs) So I hope hope they sound familiar. It (laughs) says, firstly, we did not simply do school at home. We homeschooled. We read outside under the shade of a tree. We did experiments and activities together as a family. We took time for field trips and nature walks and created an environment where learning happened naturally. Artificial artificial education threatens every homeschool. It looks impressive on the outside and tends to bring you comfort, but what is the result? Are you simply trying to measure up to your public school counterpart? In the back of your mind you're thinking, if I accomplish what they're doing in the classroom, my child will at least be normal. What exactly is normal about 20 to 30 children being taught by one teacher? What's normal about a child who must memorize factual information to pass the test and remember little afterwards? You know, and I could keep reading because it's really good. But, I mean, that is, I mean, that's a lot of passion in there. I mean, you came to that that place. How would you come to that place?
2: I think seeing my mom take off those shackles of what school looked like. And she really embraced in our home the idea that we we're individuals in the way that we learn and it's first and foremost about building the relationship as you go you know that she used to tell us that there was no place she'd rather be which is kind of a small simple thing to say but I meant the world you know and that was really her her heart for homeschooling there was no place she'd rather be than there with us learning together and enjoying that time and I think so often it gets swallowed up by the to-dos and the academic achievements and the pressure. It gets, it, it's, it's almost like, and this is really my passion. This is why I get up in front of crowds and speak, which I don't love to do. But I do it because I want parents to know that, um, you know, don't let fear steal from you. Don't let it steal the joy that homeschooling provides, the relationships that can be built when you do it, and all of those great, wonderful benefits of homeschooling, they only happen if you have the certain perspective where you're, you're looking for the long term and you're not just getting the work pages done.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's changed in homeschooling? I mean, over the years, has it changed from you know, when you were being homeschooled, have you seen that ramp up and and be different now?
2: I think it does look different. Um, I think back at the beginning, it was such a radical, crazy thing to do that you really had to know it was it was like destiny. You were Mm -hmm. called to homeschool. And I think now um, homeschooling is a choice that a lot of people make. And they're kind of like, well, we're going to try this out and see how it goes and we all know if that's if that's the perspective you're coming from you are going to give up when it gets really hard because it will there's no doubt about it um but the reward outweighs those difficult days in my opinion
0: i think that's bought on, uh, for sure. And I think that's also, could be said for how marriage is even nowadays and, and <laughs> all culture and everything, but how would you like to see that change? What would you ideally, you know, see that shift back towards? And then also, um, kind of as that two part, what would you like to see for the new homeschooler and for today's homeschoolers?
2: So I think that what I really want for today's homeschooler, um, is that they make the decision to homeschool boldly, not just to dip their toes in the homeschooling waters and try it out, but to really be determined that they are the best person for the job and home is the best environment to learn um, and that they're not going to let fear take that away from them or make them try to fit into a box that really they don't need to be trying to fit into.
1: Well, do you think um, do you think that box? Um, and maybe I'm, I'm going to go back to the thing I read uh, that you wrote. Um, when you, when you wrote, um, artificial education threatens every homeschool. It looks impressive on the outside and tends to bring you comfort. But what is the end result? Are you simply trying to measure up to your public school counterpart? You know, I mean, do you think? That fear is what drives moms now, homeschooling moms, uh, maybe even more so because, you know, back in the day when your mom homeschooled, uh, she didn't like the way the school system worked. <laughs> um, and so she yanked them out and she thought she could do a better job, even though maybe that was her training. Um, but, you know, today, I think we yank our kids out for the very same reasons. But then we go back and look at the public school or the private school and we say, oh, but they must be doing it right. Um
2: Yeah, it's almost like there's safety in that, just wanting to be at least at that level uh, and covering what they're covering and making sure that, you know, we're on grade level here. And that whole mentality, I mean, for me, I have a learning disability. So I have a visual perceptual processing disorder, which basically just means that my eyes and my brain don't work together quite like everyone else's. So things like reading and writing came slower for me and that's another reason why i'm so passionate because i would not be a published author today Mm. if my mom had pulled out the red pen when i wrote something and written all over my page okay now
1: i'm i'm gonna go back here just a little bit because i know every the moms are like hanging on your words here (laughs) <laughs> and, and, and in their head, they're thinking, OK, so you mean she she had trouble reading. So, like, she maybe wasn't reading chapter books by like six and a half. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, how hard was it for you?
2: Yeah. So about fourth grade is when reading started taking off for me. And for most people, that's kind of time to panic. And, you know, <laughs>
1: well, or at least they think they need to panic.
2: Right. Right. Um, and writing, I would bring stories to my mom because I love to write. I would write about talking iguanas and, you know, all kinds of things. And I would bring these stories to her and she would look at it and go, this is great. Tell me all about it. Because she couldn't actually read it. (laughs) And I had no idea.
1: Um,
2: (laughs) (laughs) It was just a long string of letters. There were no spaces, there were no capitals or periods or any of the you know, good stuff. It was just letters and my thoughts. (laughs) And my mom knew because she had been a teacher and she had worked with special education kids that she, she knew there was something going on, but she also knew that there was a spark there in me. And if she didn't fan that flame with regard to writing and, and my joy of writing, then it was going to go out. You know, I think we, we don't like to do the things that we know we're not good at, right? Right. So so many kids think, Oh, I'm not good at this, I'm not mm-hmm. good at that, I'm dumb, I'm da 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 Well they don't wanna pursue it then.
1: Right, right. Well, you know, not only are you, um, have you been passed the mantle by uh, your mom, but uh, Ruth Beechick, which some of the people listening are like, who's Ruth Beechick? Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, they don't, they don't even know her name. Um, together, I think you're. If you stack Ruth Beechick and then your mother on top of each other, they probably came up to about like four eleven in height. That's together. Um, much. But you know. I would guess that a lot of the things that you think and even that little paragraph or two paragraphs that I read of yours really kind of reflect some of her thinking as well,
0: because she was
1: really, you know, as an as an educator uh, in the system. She was really kind of, you know, pointing out that the educational system of at that of that day and which is of today too, the same thing is broken. Um, Would you agree with that?
2: I would. Um, I think the most important thing that we can pass on to our kids is teaching them how to learn and how to think. We get wrapped up in the details of what we're teaching and if they remember everything, which I, <laughs> I always tell parents I wish I could give them a piece of chocolate when I say this, but your kids will not remember half of what you teach them. Mm. I mean it's the truth and the other truth is that you can't teach them everything they need to know. So when you bring it down to size that way then you realize okay what can I do? You can teach them that learning is enjoyable, that it's about the relationship and the wonder and the adventure of it. And then when you one of my mom's you know biggest Principles was connecting subjects together. You know, the school system has separated everything out to the point where kids are not able to see the connections and the cause and effect and that cripples their ability to think critically. So when you connect subjects um, kids can see how subjects relate to each other and uh, You know the reason that they actually started separating subjects in the first place dates back a long time when textbook creators realized that they could make more money if they had a different book for each subject. Mm. So it was never about the way that children learn best um, or how we think and how we develop. Cause you know, do you think in different subjects?
1: No, we think all together.
2: Exactly. And so if we think that way, that's how we should approach learning as well.
0: It seems really like overall, I feel like, you know, from your experience, and I think the same for ours, is like um, the words would not be academics and grades. It feels like it's relationships and learning or whatever that may be. And I feel like that seems like the common thread for you versus saying, oh, my mom was really into homeschooling because of these things. It really just feels like you keep coming back to she built that relationship with you over and over and encouraging you as a person, which I think is so cool.
2: Yeah. And she, she modeled a love for learning too. You know, so Mm -hmm. often we want our kids to love to learn, but we don't love it ourselves. And how can you pass that on if it's not something that, you know, you're modeling. So she used to get really excited about airplanes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Her dad was a pilot and, um, I just remember her hanging her head out of the window if there was an airplane going over and, um, You know, we we took her to see the Blue Angels one time and she she just cried. She thought it was amazing. So there (laughs) there were times that she really modeled that learning can be so enjoyable and, and incredible.
0: Sure. And what would you say then to, you know, a mom who maybe is not started naturally has done that so far, but knows she needs to, but she's not currently smiling and she's not currently you know, tr- uh, really and that, that place, the, the smiling place right now. So then her kids aren't either. What would you say to her?
2: Mm-hmm. I would, I would ask her why, you know, what took away your smile? Mm-hmm. Is it the pressure that you put on yourself or is it pressure from other people? Uh, are you trying to do too much? Are you trying to fit into a box that's not for you? Do you need a break from co-ops? You know, so many people think that there's like this unspoken checklist of all the things that they have to do, like foreign language and and you know, Latin and you know, they have to be a part of a co-op class and they've got to have all these different things when every family is unique. And so every family needs to take a step back and look at what is going to fit my family best. Uh, And that's where homeschooling boldly comes in, because you you boldly kind of have to step up and say, this is what's best for my family, even if it looks different. And it should look different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: And then can you tell us a little bit about homeschooling, not to switch too much gear here, but uh, about homeschooling today and what the focus of the magazine is and then kind of what sits apart from some of the other um, homeschool magazines that are out
1: there?
2: Sure. So what we really want for homeschooling today is that every time it arrives at somebody's house, uh, that it would be a breath of fresh air. You know, my goal is that it would remind parents why they do what they do, and what's most important in the end. Uh, we also focus on a more natural, kind of relaxed approach to homeschooling, and that's reflected in our articles. But Um, Also in our advertisers, you know, we have limited advertising because we filter everything through kind of our goals and our educational philosophy.
1: That's huge. Hmm. Well, tell us about your uh, curriculum, because uh, we use it at our house. We use the Trail Guide to Learning. And, uh, you know, as someone uh, who is the substitute teacher every once in a while, I love the Trail Guide (laughs) to Learning. Um, because so it's kind of like, you, I think you started early, maybe, as you were describing it. You know, for those who don't have a lot of time, that's what my wife wanted. She just wanted something she could, like, grab and, and begin mm-hmm. to read. And it set it out, and it was engaging. Um, uh, tell us maybe an overview of the Trail Guide to Learning and uh, uh, your, your thinking behind it.
2: Okay, so the Trail Guide to Learning series encompasses every subject but math, And uh, the reason for that is so that children can see how subjects relate to each other. And we focus on American history to begin with, which is really huge because we don't just kind of try to condense it into one year. We're looking at it in three different levels of how our nation developed. Um, Step one being exploration, step two being how the country was settled and what were the conflicts of settling the nation, you know, what principles was this nation built on and um step three being how did we progress as a nation which i think when you're covering american history in three years uh, a lot of parents look at us like wow that's a lot of time to spend on that subject but you're learning how any nation is developed and you're focusing on yours and your heritage which makes it Mm -hmm. relatable to you know the student and um Within all of that framework, we build in reading aloud. We build in the activities. We build in all of the things that make homeschooling meaningful. um, And we lay it out so that it is easy to pick up. That was my mom's goal, that all the books would be there, all the lesson plans and the student pages, so that mom can just pick it up and it's easy for her to use, but really engaging and fun for the child.
0: Mm -hmm. can I share a uh, sec? Can I, uh, we're going to wrap it up here in just a second here. So we don't keep you any longer and dad will do that. And I can either leave this (laughs) on or not, but I thought it was funny because one of my memorable convention, uh, memories is with your mom. Uh, and I think it was at Cobb Galleria. Did you guys ever do that one over in Atlanta? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think it
0: was there. And I went to the bathroom, and I used the restroom, and I was, you know, like washing my hands and everything I was after I was done, and your mom comes oh, walking in no. the bathroom, and she's like, whoa, and I was like, I just like sit there, I was like, uh, I think you got the wrong one, and she like walks back out, and she checks, she, she comes back in, she's like, no, I don't think so, I think you got the wrong one, and I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, never speak of this to anyone, please, and she thought it was That's so amazing. funny, but uh, <clears throat> it was one of the more... You know, embarrassing moments. Uh, I don't Well, think I've she kept caught her word
2: because I didn't hear about
0: yeah, that. So. It, 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 was, it was funny. So anyways, go ahead, Dad.
1: Well, Ashley, it was a lot of fun having you on our show. And uh, I know some other moms are going to be interested in your in your product, your magazine and maybe contacting you. Uh, what's the best way that they can get a hold of you or yes. go look, check out things?
2: Sure. So, just homeschoolingtoday.com is the home of the magazine, and trailguide is uh, where the Trail Guide to Learning series is.
1: That's awesome. Well, Ashley, I, you know, I, you didn't even, you failed to mention because I heard a kid in the background. You have a kid <laughs> in the background. Or at least you doing your picture. Uh, who, uh, you have a son. It looks like.
2: Yes, um, we do. We have a little boy named Lincoln, and uh, he'll be three in December. And we also have one on the way. So, awesome!
1: Yeah, this we're is really like, excited. This is the reveal right here. <laughs> have you had a reveal party yet? Because they have reveal parties now.
2: We, <laughs> I know, we have not had a reveal party. But um, you know, my son Lincoln thought that our little boy on the way looked. A lot more like a dinosaur than a little brother when he saw him on the sonogram. <laughs>
1: Probably not sure. Uh, that would be awesome. <laughs> it would be T-Rex. There you can <laughs> use that as the name. Uh, 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 yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, Ashley, and keep encouraging those moms and families. And uh, you know, we'll we'll be excited to hear, you know, how things even progress as you homeschool your own children.
2: Yes, it'll be a great adventure. Thank you so much for having me.
0: We hope you enjoyed this week's episode as much as we did. If you would like to hear more from Ashley Wiggers or would like to check out our curriculum, visit homeschoolingtoday.com or home-school-curriculum.com. If you'd like to ask us a question, you can email us at Ben or Todd at thesmilinghomeschooler.com or leave us a message over on Facebook. We hope you have a great rest of the week, and as always, keep smiling
1: love waking up next to me as much as I love waking up next to you. You make the coffee, I'll make the bed. I'll fix your lunch and you fix mine. Now tell me the truth. Do these old shoes look funny? Honey, it's almost nine. Now you be careful, gotta go